Turn up, tune in, get loose. Coach the game for the king, yeah, we making moves. Talk it every day, yeah, we bring the good news. Coach the game, coach the game, we ain't never finna lose. Coach the game, what up? Coach the game, what up? Coach the game, coach the game, yeah, yeah, that's us. Coach the game, what up? Coach the game, what up? You are now tuned in, coach the game, what's up? Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? This is the Culture Gang Podcast. Yes, sir, gang, gang is in the building man week two of season two man i am excited i'm excited about these discussions tonight and guess what we got the third party in the building tonight yes sir yes sir ck is in the building and we are happy man we got big ra what's up big ra what's going on it's culture game we're back episode two we got ck in the building i'm ready man i'm excited let's do it yeah, yeah, man, it's, and and like I said last week, the last last show, um, you know, this brother helped us close out season one with a bang, man. Uh, he he supported us tremendously from afar. Then he decided to jump on with us, so now we want to formally, formally, and officially introduce CK to the Culture Gang Podcast family. So what it do, CK? Yo, Culture Gang, Culture <clears throat> Gang, what's up? <laughs> CK here, season two, episode two. I'm here. I'm ready. Look, this is going to be a great season. Excited. You know, last season I was pumped. So glad that you guys welcomed me into this fold, into this family. Looking forward to what we about to do in here. Yeah, so CK is no longer dating us. This is now a full-fledged <laughs> marriage. We put a ring on it. Yes, sir. We put a <laughs> ring on it. But, man, uh, his his input and his his insight was invaluable to us last season. So, you know. We had no choice but to say, yo, we need you, bro. We need you. And he was he was able to come on, and he's added tremendously. As you know from the last, you know, few episodes last season, you know things went to the left, and it, and it got real good. So we, we had to continue to have him on, man. So, um, you know, uh, like I said, this is season two, man. And um, as we articulated last week, man, like this is not just about the culture and the church clashing, man. This is more about bridging the gap, man, where we are trying to bring things together. We're trying to bring the, the world's thought, quote unquote, and then the church's thought. And we're trying to bring them together, man, because we want people to know that um, we're not as far from them as they think we are. We one step away from messing up. But the only thing and the only difference with us is we got grace. You know what I mean? And mercy. So, you know, (laughs) so, you know, that's the thing that we want to, you know, do this season. Like I said, all of these shows that are coming this season are going to be about bridging that gap, bringing both communities together so we can come to a common understanding. And if we don't, you know, agree on everything, that's fine. That's okay. It's okay to disagree. I don't know where this thought came from that. You know, if if I disagree with you, if I don't like you, I'm hating on you, and I and you know I don't approve of you. No, that that ain't that's not what this is about. Go ahead, CK. I feel like you gotta say something. Oh no, it's you know it, it it's all about love. You know we can agree to disagree. You know, like you said, just because we don't agree, don't mean we hate you. It doesn't mean we don't love you. We just see things differently, and so we want to make sure that we do our part and trying to make sure that we take the whole perspective into, you know, in, in, into thought and just, you know, just relay that love throughout. So we're we going to try to behave. We're going to try. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. We're definitely going to try. We cannot promise you. We make no promises. And uh, we, 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 we are not going to always cross the T's and dot the I's as, as people think that we should because, what, we are human and we make mistakes too. But the thing is we want to be transparent in our mistakes. We want to be transparent in our mishaps and let you know that, hey, we're just like you. Being, being from the church, being ingrained in the church and grafted in the church and loving Jesus and all the stuff that we love, we are still human first. Absolutely. 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 absolutely we are here. So... We last show we was talking about 
does the black church do enough for the black community? And, you know, we could not, we got to rehash this conversation. I see he already, he ready. He already ready. It's like double dutch. She like, ooh, let me jump in. Let me jump in. But, you know, we had to uh, rehash that conversation because we didn't think it would be fair to just move on to a whole nother topic without getting our third members, his opinions, his thoughts about it. So I'm going to go ahead and just let him loose. Go ahead, CK. I mean, because you know, you watched this, you heard the show last week. So go ahead. Indeed, indeed. You know, first off, just want to say appreciate it. You know, appreciate you brothers, you know, backtracking for me. You know, glad that I was, uh, you know, able to hear, listen, you know, get y'all insight. You know, I, I had an extra week to actually sit back and, and kind of digest what you brothers were saying and kind of reshape my opinion about everything. It was simple. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's been simmering. You're right. It, it's been simmering. I'm, I'm going to do my best, though, um, to talk about this subject. Um, in a good way. Uh, one, let me just start by saying, I, I don't know, what was uh, Pastor Jamal? Yeah. I don't yeah, know him personally. Um, so let me just leave it at that. I don't know him personally. Uh, but I'm going to say this. I have a few issues with what he said. And just on a personal level, I, I have an issue with it being, you know, called the black church to start with. You know, we have enough separation going on as it is. And, you know, once we start getting into all that, oh, the black church, the white church, the Korean church, to this church, to that church, you know, the church is the body of Christ. And it's one, Fact. the body. And the problem, one of the problems that we seem to have is that we talk and act like we're the bodies of Christ. Mm. You know, we got to learn how to start doing some things together. I'm going to just leave that where that is. That's probably a whole nother show. It is. A whole nother segment. But the other thing, you know, he kind of, you know, he addressed some things. And for me, he did it in like that value mill approach where he took like different examples and kind of threw it together. So first he talked about fiscal transparency, right? That's one thing about, you know, the, the, the apparent, you know, just sharing what the church brings in. You know, I agree with that. Like Ross said, I've been to churches, you know, a church I used to belong to where we did that. We had yearly annual meetings where we would bring the congregation in. We would talk about, you know, this is what we've collected. You know, these are the salaries at the church. These are some of the things, the items that we want to look into doing this year. Um, so I'm okay with that. As far as bringing the community into that, everybody don't need to know what you got, what you're taking in. That's not everybody's business. You know, I, I don't recall, you know, Jesus having, you know, meetings with the Pharisees and all the rest of the outsiders talking with the disciples like, hey, what we collect today? I'm just leave that there. You know, the other two pieces of it, you know, we got the community outreach portion and then we got the internal, you know, the internal development portion of that. You know, I agree that, you know, the church in general uh, could probably do more from a community outreach standpoint. Um, it does take some legwork and understanding, like the points you guys brought up last week about understanding what the community needs, you know, because what, what's the point in, you know, you giving fried chicken to a community and they all, you know, only like pizza. You know, you're not really meeting the needs. You're just doing what you want. Right. And so, you know, we gotta, we, we've got to look into that, you know, really looking into taking, you know, an interest in what they need and how, how do we work with that. But then also understanding, going back to that one body mindset, that, look, my church might not be able to provide that. But if your church can, my church can come along and help that. Yes, sir. And so we miss the community when we neglect to bring in the community of churches. Come on. You know, it's not just about the people that live in the community, but the churches that are operating in the community as well. That's right. And so when the churches start doing things solo, 
or you know it's all about me and how many members I can get it's not about you nor your members it's all about the kingdom well it's supposed to be it's supposed to be you know so yeah we got to learn to take that approach and then we've got the inward development you know there are not too many churches I know out there that can help people buy houses you know one of the examples he gave you know but you know if you can help pay a bill here or there you know if you can do that if you can really help someone that's in need but then you have to understand as well how not to allow your help to become a hindrance Mm -hmm. because sometimes you can help people stay right there in their situation and so you know church has to be mindful because then you don't want the church to be used and then all of our resources in the house is gone now i get it god provides all of our needs according to his riches and glory in christ jesus yes but you know that leads me to my, my final point about that and i'm gonna leave it alone but you know it's not just about the church helping the community but what is the community doing to help the church you know, when we have those mm. events, are they just taking and not coming back? Mm. You know, when, when, when the church is doing all these things, you know, and the members scattered, then what? You know, they want the help of the church, but we have to be careful that when we get that help, then all of a sudden you being judgy or, you know, who are you to tell us what to do? So we got to be mindful of those things. You know, it, it's, you know, you got to kind of look at both sides of the coin. You got to pay attention to what's going on out there in the world. You know, look, I, I don't know about, you know, Pastor Jamal, but I'm pretty sure, you know, if I pull up in his parking lot, I can tell which car is his. Yeah, right. His car is in a whole separate parking lot. Believe that. Yeah, with that big painting that says reserved for pastor. Uh-huh. But, you know, I'm going to just uh-huh. leave that alone. Like I said, I don't know the man personally. It's not a personal attack. But, you know, been there, done that, seen it all. But that's how I feel about that. I'm going to be good. This first show back. I got a long, we got a long season here. <laughs> I'm going to pull it back. But, yeah, that's how I feel about, you know, just the whole black church thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I really appreciate I really appreciate the, the the feedback on that because that was one thing that me and Rod forgot to hit forgot to hit on was the one body concept. Even though we know it was there, but we were so engrossed in the conversation it was just flowing back and forth. We forgot about it's supposed to be one body, one one body, and you know this is the kind of perspective that we want to bring. You know, we want to see from both sides because I love what you said about seeing it from both sides because sometimes we have a tendency to be one sided or short sighted about some mm-hmm. things. So I, I appreciate that. And this is why CK is here. <laughs> this is why our brother is here, because he brings a different perspective. Not to say that, you know, we we just missed that one point. But that one point, it, my mind started to be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. I forgot about yeah. that. I forgot about that. But, you know, that's where the balance comes in at, man. And so, I, I man, we may have to do another show on this one where we just let it go, where we just really let it loose. And say what we gonna say, and, and live and, and live in, in what we believe to be our. Well, I can't even say that because I talked about that yesterday. I see my wife probably gonna look at me all funny and crazy because did you just talk about this Sunday? Yeah, look up. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pull back. Uh oh. I'm a reel it in. I'm a reel it in. But you know, we we just believe in speaking the truth, and um, you know, we just believe in giving a different. Uh, a thought pattern and a different perspective according to us as men first remember we are men first and then we're believers in Christ you know so we want to give both roads and you know we all got different backgrounds different you know places we came from but it's just always good to share you know what I mean from different perspectives so CK thank you for that man I thank you for that yo so the Stellars the Stellars happened maybe about a week or so ago the Stellars happened they, yeah, they they happened. <laughs> they happened. It happened. It happened. It happened. 
all all 120 20 so minutes of it happened you know with commercials and everything huh? well if you take out the commercials probably like 45, 45 minutes, minutes yeah. about 45 minutes but you know sponsors and having to pay bills yeah. and yeah. all of that stuff stuff yeah you got to sit through it you got to yeah. definitely got to sit through it so couldn't you know commercials right. yeah. yeah or you could do that you know no, uh, I couldn't skip the commercial. No, that's what I'm oh man, oh, oh, you you ain't watching on demand. Oh, that's why I see you got. Oh, okay, so you know, brother worked for Comcast. You know, I, I you know on demand. You know, I could just you know stop, rewind, fast forward. You know, that's a little perks right there, little perks. But so yeah, the, the, that that show happened, and 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 my me and my wife, I'm gonna tell y'all now. Me and my wife, we didn't have a disagreement, but we saw things from a different way because she called my thinking a little old school. She was like, "You old school a little bit, you know. Uh-oh. You gotta you gotta come up, you gotta realize." And I'm like, "Well, all right, I, I hear you on that, but I want to hear y'all's reactions and, and thoughts about some of the things because I'm gonna chime in and I'm gonna say my I'm gonna say my piece." <laughs> But I want to hear y'all's, man. I want to hear y'all's. Rod, you want to go ahead and start it off? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was about, yeah, like 45 minutes without the commercials. Um, to be honest, I watched about 60%, 75%, somewhere around there. That's enough. I didn't watch the whole thing. That's enough. But um, just seeing and watching everything, um, it did feel like a Grammy, the Grammys. Like, it felt like the music video awards or whatever, you know what I mean? It felt like any other uh, secular or non-godly award ceremony. Before you finish, let me just say this. For those of you that may not know what the, uh, the Stellars are, it is like the Grammys for the for the for the Christian community, for the body of believers. That and the Dove Awards. The Dove Awards are like a little bit it's like another level. The Dove the, the Stellars is I hate and I hate to do this. The Stellars is like the <laughs> black said, yeah. yeah, it's like the black award black Christian gospel <laughs> awards and then the Doves are Everybody. you know our counterpart our counterpart awards. So you know, so that's I just wanted to bring that in there. Christian. Contemporary, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it's more urban, you know. It's a lot of more melanated folk at, at the Stellar <laughs> Awards <laughs> than it is the Dove Awards. And I'm just being truthful. Um, and, you know, before you finish, let me let me throw this one in there. The way that music is today, uh, you know, which is, like with the way that music is today. Now, not think because we all got good history with music. We can all pull from different eras. But the way that music is today, how did you feel about that show? Now you can finish. I'm sorry. <laughs> the way that music is today, um, I w- I'm sorry, but I would have to unpack that question. Like, what what do you mean by that? Like, the way that as- the way that music has evolved. Okay. Yeah, you know I mean, even in this, even in the, the gospel or a contemporary Christian, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the way that it's evolved because it's not just choirs anymore. You got like. You know, solo artists. You got oh, right, praise right. and worship. You got all these yeah. different categories now. Yeah. Inspirational. Inspirational. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was. It's a lot. They're, it was. They were doing a lot as far as the different awards and things like that. And then, I guess the the idea of gospel or or worship music is obviously the point to God to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you when I watched it. I didn't necessarily see that a lot, to be honest. You know, you guys, you, you saw something different. Um, but I, for me, like, it just didn't seem like it was a lot of uh, praise to the Lord. You know what I mean? Like, to be honest, this is interesting. But to be honest, I heard, I heard less saying uh, people saying um, 
thank God for this award than I did for for wow. like mostly secular artists. Like they said it more than to 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 me what I've seen. They said it more than the gospel artists. Now that, I'm not saying that they you have to say that, but you it should. was just interesting. It's yeah. just interesting, especially you being a believer. You know what God has done for you, regardless of the music or whatever. It's it's a gift that God has given you. And that should have been the first name, you know what I mean? So it just was weird uh, to see that. But everybody didn't do that. There were some people that definitely gave thanks to the Lord. Um, but then also the performances. Ah. Uh, you know, we talked about that. Good word. I, I seen uh, the backup dancers. You know what I mean? Ah. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Um, I was like, okay. Uh, I, I'm not really, I don't really have a strong opinion on that. It just didn't seem like it was necessary. But again, you know, um, it's, it's all uh, based on your own convictions. And I'm sure that hopefully that they prayed about these things before they went out and kind of did this whole award ceremony. You so saved. So, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, it's real. You it's, so saved. I am saved. That's, that's real. <laughs> Uh, no, you really and love I would Jesus. Go out and I would feel like I would feel obligated to do that. Just, just saying. But yeah, it was just, uh, it was just different. You know what I mean? Um, and it was like I said, it was you didn't see a difference as much from the Grammys to the Stellars. Uh, and like I said, this is not a, a blanket statement for everyone that was there. That you know, but it was just certain things that just. It just didn't seem like it was necessary, or what's what's the value in that? Uh, so, yeah, that's what I would say on that. So. All right, I'm gonna pass the ball, CK. Yeah, I mean, you know, you said a lot there, bro. <laughs> I, I, no, and I, I, I agree um, with with what you said. I, I think for me, I stopped watching the Stellar Awards a while ago. Um, I, I'm actually, I, I'll be honest with you. As much as I love music in general, um, but especially gospel, Christian music, you know, it, for me, I think when I really stopped watching was, it was like a couple years ago, it's like, I think it was either, it was either the Dove or the Stellars, I'm pretty sure it was the Stellar Wars though, and they were really getting into it, and every time they just about got to the end of the song, where they go into the ad lib and the vamp, and they really start, you know, letting the spirit take over, commercial, and so it was like, why they keep cutting the spirit, why they keep cutting that part out? You know, cause, cause I understand, you know, there's a part of it that has to be performance based, especially when, you know, you're doing a television show. So I get that, I understand that. Sometimes, you know, us that they might consider old school, mm -hmm. you know, we, we look at it from a worship value. Right. You know, we're looking at the whole thing, but sometimes understanding the culture, you know, of those that are watching the ages, you know, the things, just how music has changed. Like how you said, you know, how music is nowadays, you gotta kind of understand that you know this generation and not even necessarily the age of the the age group but the time that we live in they worship differently so it looks a little different than what we did what we were used to coming up you know so you know to me some of it i just can't get with 
but but like Ross said, a lot of it, it just didn't seem to point out, you know, outward. It was it was like, look at me. Mm -hmm. Like I was waiting as I was watching through and, you know, trying to fast forward, you know, getting mad. at the, I couldn't skip commercials and whatnot. <laughs> and I, I was waiting for like the Dove Award for best dressed. You know, I'm, I was just waiting for different things to come up. Like, you know, you know, best background singer to, you know, Christian hip hop album. Like, you know, I'm just waiting for those type of things to come up because that's what it began to feel like. But then I had to check myself. I really did because I, I, I thought about my daughter and like, you know, but this is the type of stuff that she likes. Mm -hmm. And this is the type of stuff that gets her in the presence of God. And so I have to take myself out of and say, well, God, if this is what's pointing this generation to you, then I, I really hope that they're pointing, you know, really at you. It, it, but for me, it, it just, you know, I, I watched it for the sake of the show, you know, for the sake of culture gang, gang, gang. But, um, you know. I'm good, man. I'm, I'm I'm good. Hopefully, we won't have to talk about this topic or you know, 2023 Dove Awards. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we got to do the counterpart now. We did this Stella, now we got to do the Dove. So. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you, you, I'm good. You good? Okay. I'm good. I'm you know, good. I just wanted to make sure you got all the room. I'm just throwing it back to you. Sir. Okay. I mean, look. You know, like I say, me and my wife, we had a fruitful discussion <laughs> in the bedroom as we were watching it. She said some of the same things that you said, but and I, and and the thing is, I I usually can get with that. You know what I mean? Because I'm a Christian hip hop head. I love Christian hip hop. Like I'm I, I'm into all of that. But when I was looking at it, it was like I don't feel God in this. I don't feel Jesus in this. And the, 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 <laughs> I said this. I said I said this to my wife. I said, when do we start incorporating background dances for every song? <laughs> Like every song they was out there, even if it was a worship song, they were still trying to. <laughs> so it was like, yo, I'm like, you don't need a background dancer for that. And she brought the point up to me, you know, well, what about, you know, when we in church and they got praise dances in the background? I was like, okay, I, I, I'll give you that. Okay. I'll yeah. give you that. So, you know, it's the same kind of thing going on. But it was just like, I, I was looking, and it's my fault because I was looking to feel something, I was looking for something mm -hmm. to grab me. And it didn't grab me, and it was like, uh, and I, I was making face. Yo, I'm just saying, I'm just letting you in because I I love my wife, <laughs> so I, I'm just letting you into our, our our conversation. And she was like, you making them faces again? That, that's that old school. You making them face because I was mm, mm, I was making faces like my grandma or somebody. <laughs> I was just making them faces, making them say, mm, 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 no, uh, uh, that ain't it. She was like, you gotta stop, babe. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna try, but it's just. It was my fault because I was looking for something to, to gravitate. I was looking to feel the presence of God, and it just wasn't. And like you said, it's all performance-based. And I do understand that. I understand that, that it is performance-based and that you got you know, you to give the people something. I get that. I get that. But it was just like it did nothing for me. And I hadn't watched the Stellar's Awards or any awards show for anyone because it's like, ah, oh, it's off a show anyway. I'm like, and, you know, the other stuff is trash. So it's like, you know, at least if I'm coming to my genre, my favorite genre, it's like, I want to see something. I want to get something from it. And it was like, no, you know, and they had some of my favorite artists, you know, some oh, yeah. of my artists that I love, you know, Definitely. and it was just like, uh. I guess, I guess it's also like what you, when you come expecting from it. Exactly. And, and of course that with that attitude, not attitude, but that mindset, you're not going to be satisfied. Cause I, I can understand that. Yeah. Like more, that's how I kind of looked at it. I'm like, let me see something. I wasn't, I didn't look at it. First, I was trying to look for something bad or negative, and I'm like, let me just look at it without trying to filter, like, oh, let me find something that's negative. Um, so, but I still didn't feel anything <laughs> that would encourage me or anything. Um, and another thing, I, 
I noticed is that there were very little, it was what I saw, one guy, one or two guys that, that won the award, that actually when he accepted the award, he just started encouraging people. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like more people should have done that. You know what I mean? Like, he got everybody, everybody was excited, everybody was praising God. And then and what then, happened? Right to a commercial. Exactly. <laughs> right to a commercial. <laughs> exactly. So I was, that was a little, like, oh, man, that's, that's, like, you know, I wanted more of that, you know yeah. what I mean? But, again, like, for me, I didn't, I didn't want to come to it in a, in a judging type of way, looking for something negative. But I was expecting, like you said, yeah. kind of the same thing, like, expecting to see something or feel like the spirit is encouraging me to, right, yeah. you know what I mean? But I, I just... Okay. There, so. Yeah, and and I forgot that you know what I mean. We're dealing with the industry, so it's all industrialized. It's all you know, mm -hmm. pay for performance and all of this stuff. So I was I was just like, you know what, my bad, because I just right. I just lost it. Uh, the the other thing that, that took me out, it was like, okay, this is why I knew it was like this was like a culture thing. Five, six, seven outfit changes. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> For what? The award for best dressed. Yeah, I, they didn't have that category that night. Like, she <laughs> definitely did a lot of. It was all of them. Even people that was accepting awards, <laughs> they changed. People that was announcing awards and changing, like they changed. They, the audience with different. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, what you, what you changing clothes for, bro? <laughs> like, all you did was accept an award and made an uh, you know, and presented one, and you had that. You figured that you had to change your outfit. Right. Right. Like, why though? Um, I was like, man, man, listen. That it's, so, it's just certain things that just took me out. It was like, well, I mean, a couple of the dresses that the hostess had on was like, one looked like she had angel wings on her yeah. dress. I was like, <laughs> what is going on here? Then we got the dresses with the gloves in them and all of this, and then they come, they come out here, they started spitting bars and whatnot. I'm like, bruh, what is, I mean, that was cool. I like that part. But, you know, I was like, bruh, overall, like, what is going on? Why? This is a show. And my wife was like, yes, babe, this is exactly. a show. I was like, yeah. And like I said, I, I, it was my fault, man. I, I got I to gotta slap my own self on the hand for that one. Like, bro, you, you went into it wrong. You know what I mean? Because I'm a worshiper at heart. So I was looking to just go all the way in. Like, yes, Lord, let's go. And it was like, nope. nope. <laughs> None of that. Nah. Sorry. I don't get the outfit change stuff. I don't know how. Volume like, up, bro. It's, it's black entertainment television. Yeah, that's, so, that's it. You, know, you, you, you got to kind of, you know, where the, where's the venue at? Where, where, where it's coming from? You know, like you said, when they started thanking God and really starting to get their praise on, up, oh, time for a commercial. <laughs> You know, and, and, you know, understandably so, you know, the world doesn't really look at worship and praise, you know, with the same heart that we do, or even the heart of the people that were there. You know, they were performers, but, you know, I, I really believe that they, at the heart of the matter, are, are really worshipers. You know, some of them are really worshipers. They're really, they really praise God. They, they give God everything they can, you know, and, and they craft and they give God the glory and the honor in spite of what we saw we we don't know how it was edited you know how it was cut you know what was left out you know we don't know what's on the director's floor but you know i just would like to believe that some of them same artists because you know some of my favorite artists even some of the newer artists you know i got my chance to see like oh i've never actually saw this young lady uh terry ann 
Um, I've never seen her before, but I've listened to plenty of her songs. Like, oh man, I listen to that in the car all the time. Okay, you know, put a face to the music, but still understand it. Like, I didn't come in with the expectation. Yeah. You know, because like I said, my expectation got shot down a whole long time ago. <laughs> so it was just like, let me see what's going on. But yeah, you know, noticing you know the costume changes and or, you know outfit changes, costumes. Some of them was costumes. Yes, uh, you indeed. know, uh, you just gonna leave that alone. But you know, just seeing all that, you know, kind of distracts and. At the same time, you know, it kind of gives, here we go, it gives the wrong impression of the church. That's where I would get it, it, it gives the wrong impression of what worship is. And so, you know, when they get into that real place, when they come to the building and they get into that spot, then it's like, you know, they, they, everybody's going up and, you know, they, they sitting back waiting for the commercial break. Like, when we going to cut off the praise? When we going to cover? Oh, no, we just getting started. You know how folk do. Oh, yeah. Come on, come oh, on. yeah. Like, this is what we do. Like, so, I mean, you know, overall, you know, it was mad for me. But, you know, like I said, I already said it like a million times. I went into it with the wrong expectations. So, you know, my feelings got hurt. And then my wife was, like, coming at me, like, cutting me down. And Shame. I love her. <laughs> and I love her. And I love her. She knows I do. All right, man. So, this this... This 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 topic here, this is a good one. This is a goodie. This is such a goodie. Uh, you know what? It's such a goodie. I'm going to just go ahead and let CK bring it in for us, man. All right. So here we go. So we're, you know, in our meetings and we, we go back and forth. We're, you know, finding that good stuff that we can bring to our audience to talk about. So I came across this uh, this video. It's, it's an article. It's this uh this gentleman who uh, from the Biblical Counseling Marriage and Family about um, Parenting 101. And so, you know, we're going to, um, you know, drop that video, talk about the video, to, you know, find a link and all the other good stuff. Um, but, you know, just to kind of give you a, the gist of what the video talks about, and he talks about how parents nowadays should not be friends with their children. Oh. Mm -hmm. And that how... You know, the Bible tells us in Ephesians that we should bring up or raise up a child mm -hmm. in the way that he should go or the way that she should go. And it doesn't mention anything about us being friends with them. Uh, it talks about how uh, these new age parents like us, you know, uh, how we give them too much say so. Uh, we allow 10-year-olds to make decisions. Uh, and not that we shouldn't give them a chance to voice their opinion, but we become so uh, wanting them to be independent that it has diminished their respect for us as parents or even as, you know, even the adults in their lives because they feel like that whatever age they're at, they should be able to make whatever decision they want to make and that it stands. Uh, some of the examples that he gives, uh, one of the examples he talks about a young man who was, uh, just turned 16. So he'd been going to driving classes, school or whatever, you know, just had his permit for a year. And he tells his parents, okay, I'm ready to get my license and I want a car. And they're like, well, no, we don't think you're responsible enough yet to get a license, let alone get your own car. And he says, well, it's not up to you. I've done the work. I've passed my test. I've done all these things. I want to get it. And so they relented and did it for him. There was a young lady in one of his examples who said she wanted to go on vacation with her boyfriend and his parents. And they felt like, well, she was too young and they just didn't trust the whole thing and, you know, was kind of looking at the situation. But, you know, she gave all of her reasons and everything. And, and finally, they relented and let her go. 
there was a young man who was 10 years old and him and his family were in counseling. And so the counselor asked them, you know, well, how do you guys feel about coming back? And the parents both said, yeah, we think this is really beneficial to us. But the child, the 10 year old child said, no, I don't want to come back. I don't like this. And so they never came back for the treatment that they were, you know, undergoing. And so the question came up is, you know, how do we feel as a culture? Because, you know, with, with us, especially, you know, us growing up, when mom said, you know, because I said so, it was because she said so. Facts. There was no other response after that but to do what mom said do. Facts. Um, I don't know about y'all, but my mom had the speed of flash. Ha! <laughs> yes, sir. Because you never saw it coming. <laughs> and it was like you would hear the sound. And was like, what was that? And then feel the pain. <laughs> I was like, what? But that was mom. Yes, love her to death. Mom was not abusive. Let me tell y'all that. Let me tell y'all something. She loved me and she still loves me. And I appreciate that. But this generation now, you know, we, we can't even, you know, me as a parent, I understand. I can't do the stuff that my mom did because I'd get locked up. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, let's be real about it. Yes, sir. Um, but everybody doesn't see it that way. You know, so, you know, as we watch the video. You know, we kind of talked in, in, in a pre-show meeting and everything. Just really want to hear you guys' opinion about, you know, what's going on. You as a parent, you as a future parent, because we believe in God for that. We know it's coming. Yes, sir. You know, praise Indeed. God. Indeed. So, you know, just, you know, the opinion shared with the with the audience out there. Let Culture Gangland hear what's going on. You want to take it? go first and then you go last. Oh, yeah, okay. All, All right. right. Um, so, like you said, I'm, I'm not a parent as of yet, but we believe in and we know that God is going to bless us. Um, there's no rush necessarily, <laughs> but um, you know, to go back to this video, um, I'm glad you have really good memory. Uh, you laid out everything you said, all the examples. Um, he he basically was saying that yeah, like you have to limit the the, the relationship to your from your parent to your children to uh, a parent and a child, not a friendship. Um, so. I agree with mostly everything he was saying, but I would say that I would, the only difference what I would say is that I wouldn't say you can't be vulnerable at all around your children. That's one of the things he said yeah. too. He was like, you can't, um, you know, can't never let your child see your, you know, or hear you uh, go through issues or uh, be like a, a shoulder to lean on. That's for your wife. That's for your spouse or whatever. Mm -hmm. So. I disagree with that. I don't think that's the proper message because your children, I think, need to see that this is reality. You know what I mean? Like, even though, and not just for men, but even though if I'm a man, I could hurt, I could be, uh, you know, I could lose hope at times, I could be frustrated. So I think that, not that that should be a rule that every time you should go to your child when you're going through something, but it's not... Uh, a negative or bad thing just to sometimes be a little vulnerable around your children so they can see that side of you um, and so that you won't appear to be perfect. You know what I mean? Because you're not. And listen, whoever lives in your house knows the real you. <laughs> yes. So they're going to yes. see that regardless. So yes. going to really appear to be perfect all the time. So. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, you know, like you said, I didn't grow up uh, being able to have an opinion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just, um, you know, I could, if I said the wrong thing, that, that was going to be a problem. So I, I just made sure that I didn't 
say anything that would even appear to be challenging my mom's authority, because that would be a problem. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want those. I didn't want those problems. <laughs> um, and you know, so I, I I think that I wouldn't like you said I wouldn't necessarily parent my ch my children the way my mom and uh, my stepdad he he parented us because it's a different era. It's a different way of parenting and we and we learn more. I think as the generations go we, we understand more. Because they were doing it from what their their parents did. Right, 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 right. Um but I think that it's it's very important to remember that a child is continuing to develop uh up until really like their early twenties really. Um so it, it makes logical sense to actually say that because I'm a parent, I, I'm going to make these decisions for you because you don't necessarily know what you need. You don't know because you haven't experienced that. Not to say that your child can never be right. You can be like, oh man, all right, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you know what I mean? Like there's no, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But to say that Whatever things like those examples that he brought up to say that your child could just say, well, you know, what? I don't want to be, I don't want to go to counseling, and that's okay. Nah, I don't think that's, <laughs> I don't think that's the, the the best way to do things. Um, and even all the examples were, I think, were good examples that a parent should step in and say, you shouldn't spend the night with your your uh, boyfriend's family. Um, you know what I mean? Like we should. At least talk about this, or you know what I mean. Like, it, yeah. if that's their decision, that's their decision. You know what I mean. And it's a, it's a good uh, counsel because that's your parent. So, not to belabor it too long. Uh, bottom line, like I said, I agree with everything he was saying, except the the fact that that your children can never see you hurt. They can supposedly never see you. That's your uh, weakness. Show right? any that's type your weakness. of weakness. That's your weakness. Like that's not reality. <laughs> and again, they know you anyway. You know what I mean? Like you, you see everyone in your household, and you see the good and the bad, everything. So yeah. All right. Um, I'm I'm going to come from a different angle with this. Now, you know, I agree with you know just about all of the things that he said, but you know, my background is a little bit different because you know. Even, even though me and my mother are on much better terms, my mom really wasn't there. She worked and then she partied. You know what I mean? So she, she was out living her life and I had to kind of be me like and be solo. And, you know, I'll not only be solo, but I had to, you know, help raise an autistic brother. So that's my background. So I really didn't have active parent parenting involvement until my adult years. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, by the time I, you know, was coming to coming into myself, but y'all was moving around. I had lost my dad. He died when I was in a senior in high school. He got murdered. So, you know, and then he wasn't really active in my life. He, he was trying to, and then when he was trying to, he got taken out. So, you know what I mean? So my background is different. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, you know, you know, my I had people that helped, you know, help me out, you know, try to raise me like I had a grandmother. You know, we called her the general. Like, she was the one that doled out the behind whooping. She was the one that had me in church and different things. Like, so she, you know, she had an active hand in my life bringing me up. But, you know, because when I got old enough to say no, I wasn't doing it. Like, you know what I mean? I got to the point where she couldn't make me come to church no more. 
So it was like, all right, I ain't gotta go. I'm not going. She try to call me. I can. I don't have to pick up that 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 phone call. You know. So, you know, I didn't really learn how to be a parent until I got married. I had an idea of it, but I didn't. You know, I didn't know. So, you know, shout out to my wife again. I'm giving her a lot of shout outs tonight, <laughs> so she should be very happy that I'm giving her a lot of a lot of shout outs. But you know, she's the one that had to kind of help me because she was parenting long before she met me. You know what I mean? So she had a little bit of a handle on it. And then she had a better relationship with her mother. So, you know, she had a better community. I didn't have that community. She had a better a better community to help her. So, you know, my parenting was a little bit off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, so I was under the, you know, impression of, you know, I, I'm kind of like a millennial parent. You know what I mean? Whereas those, like, you know... I just kind of came into the point where, you know, I want, you know, my children to talk to me. I've made a lot of mistakes, so don't get me wrong. I've made a lot of mistakes along the way. You know, I got four great, four great children, four of them, all great, all grown, you know, college, working and doing different other things. But there was a lot of bumps and bruises because I didn't have anybody to help shape, you know what I mean, my, my, my ways, the way I thought about it, the way I saw parenting. So, you know, that's, that's, I just wanted to give y'all background, that background about me. So that's why I can approach this a little bit differently. Um, like I said, I, I, I sincerely believe that, you know, once children do, once cer certain children get to a certain age, maybe 16, 17, they should have a little bit of say-so. Just mm -hmm. a little bit. A little bit. A little bit because they're, a little, they're getting jobs. They're a little bit more independent. They're starting to learn a little bit things. So, you know, I, I want to approach it not as a friend because, no. I definitely agree that we should not be friends. Why? Because there's a respect barrier that's broken mm -hmm. when you start to get too familiar with your child and your child starts to get too familiar with you. Mm -hmm. So there's a respect boundary that's there and that, that I will always have that place there. You know, but I do want to be able to leave the door open for them to come talk to me about talk to me about any and everything that they're going on without you know I me mean, feeling like they're gonna be judged, without feeling mm -hmm. like they're gonna be uh, looked down upon or, or like rejected or just have their ideas or whatever they say tossed to the side. Like no. I I mean, that used to be my thought, but then I had to change because now I'm dealing with kids coming up in this era. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they got a lot of thoughts and opinions and views. And, you know, the way that I approach it is, you know, hey, let's talk about it. You know, I, I'm not going to judge you, but I do. I am going to try to give you some kind of advice. Now, it's up to you. Once I give you that advice, it's up to you to take it. It's up to you to apply it. If you don't, you will not blame me. <laughs> you will not blame me for your bad decision or you know if you if if it failed you won't blame me. you won't say hey I tried to tell you that it won't work so I'm more of the thought of hey I'm gonna tell you you try it and it don't work don't blame me because I did tell you this is the other way so I do believe in having those conversations and presenting options mm -hmm. like hey this is option A option B option C you know what I'm saying? And, and, and as far as like the scenarios that he used, now I do agree with some of those scenarios. I don't agree with that, the same scenario that you did, trying to show weakness. No, you need to be transparent. Right. You need to let, you need to, you know, show kids that, you know, hey, it's a struggle out here. Hey, listen, I'm vulnerable. I mess up. I do different things. Because if you show that standard of perfection, that's what they're going to reach for all the time. They're going to reach for that. And, and as long as they, they continue to reach for that standard of perfection and they know that they'll never get it because we don't get it, but yet we showing them something that we can't even do. And if you do something that disappoints them, that's going to It's a wrap. It's a wrap. That's right. It's True. a wrap. And trust me, we, me and my wife, we've been there. We've done that. You know what I mean? God has brought us, brought us to a point where it's like, look, man, this is who we are. 
this is this is all of us. Like you have all of us. Like like you said, your kids have seen you at your worst and at your best, and they've seen everything in between. So you really can't fake fake and, and fraud in front of your kids. You can't because they like mom. You're not even like that behind closed doors, dad. You're not even like that. But stop playing. Like and then if they get to the point where he outside, they'll embarrass you because <laughs> it's like yo, like you don't even do that. Like stop playing, especially with the position that I am in, and me and my wife as pastors. We really can't. We can't tote that. We we can't do that. Like, cause you know, they'll tell it. They'll tell it. My and my kids is grown, so they'll tell it. <laughs> they'll tell like, yo, stop. Like, no, nah, you don't even stop. You you're a fraud. You know what I'm saying? You fake. You phony. So you know, I do. I I I I, I like the fact that um that that the 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 writer and the author of that that said what he said and he brought out those scenarios. Like I said, certain things though you got to put your foot down. Certain things you, you got to be like, no, this is an absolute no. This is not something that's. This is a non-negotiable. Like no, we're not doing this. So I, 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 I'm with that. And you know, through through that whole that whole thing, man, I, I, I just really appreciated everything that he put out there. And you know, I, I respected his opinions and thoughts about it. Even mm-hmm. you know, I think you know, with some things, you know, biblically we're supposed to, you know, that's the that's the line that we took. Biblically we. That's right. the word. That's what we do. That's how we live it. But, you know, we got to kind of make concessions because we're parents. Because we are parents, we got to kind of make concessions a little bit sometimes and allow for things to happen, you know what I mean, and not just try to be like, look, it's A, B, and C, and that's it. No, sometimes you got to allow for an E and an F and a G, you know what I mean, and it's because it's, it's all learning and stepping stones for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can go on and on and on, but I had to bring – my perspective because you know what I mean like everybody was raised differently our, our all of our parenting is different mm-hmm. in future parenting it'll be different <laughs> you know what I mean because of who I am and how I was raised I see things a little bit differently as far as it being a parent right and, and truth be told you know you don't really you don't really know how to parent until you actually in it yeah like it's, yeah. they can tell you whatever you know you can read whatever book you want to read until you actually you know are dealing with it you know, it's a whole different animal. You know, I, I agree with the points that he made. And in the examples that he gave, you know, that fits. But, you know, like you said, in, in real life, uh, I'll put it like that, in real life, you know, vulnerability is a teaching tool. Yes. You just have to understand as a parent when it's time to be vulnerable. I remember times growing up, I had no idea mom was struggling. I had no idea, you know, mom, I, I just worked. I just came home from work. I'm tired. I'm sick. I'm cooking dinner, making sure all you guys eat. I'm just going upstairs to relax, but mom's really not feeling well. Mom's stressed and mom's worried, but as a child, I don't need that baggage. Right. You know, so mom couldn't be vulnerable at that time. But as I got a little older and began to take on more responsibilities, like you said, you know, the kids see, Mm -hmm. starts to notice, like, okay, there's some things, maybe I need to step up a little bit. Or if mom, you know, gets to that point where she can trust you, with her vulnerability, and I think that's one thing we need to do as parents, understand, you know, timing a little better with our kids. Yeah. You know, understanding when, when they, we can trust them with our vulnerability, that they're able to help, you know, to step in, to, to do certain things around the house, or, to, or, you know, to get a job, or, or, you know, just whatever it is, or just to be a, a, a sounding tool. And I agree that, you know, that, that line between friendship and parenting is, you know, it's, it's, it should be a hard line that fades as they get older Mm -hmm. because you know when i was a kid you know no my mom wasn't my friend she was my mom Mm -hmm. but man i love the conversations my mom and i have now you know and i can talk to her she's still my mom and gets my utmost respect right but i love the fact 
you know, that we can be friends. And so, you know, with like I said, with the examples that he gave and, you know, what we're talking about, you know, it's, you know, we, we have our, our, our opinions, you know, but we have that hard line, like you said, the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing is, raise them right. Raise them in the fear and admonition of the Lord, right. what the word of God mm-hmm. tells us. And so we really got to make sure, you know, that that part of the culture, you know, the, the, the parent-child culture, we're bridging that gap to the kingdom right. culture. Yeah, definitely. I got a question. Um, so my mom used to use the, the verse, spoil, uh, spirit of rise, spoil the child. child. Mm-hmm. Is that, from you guys' opinion, is that in uh, agreement with spanking or beating your kid? Just saying. Like Man, I got my behind tore up. <laughs> Shirley, rest, uh, I know. I mean, that's that was that was the general's name. Her name was Shirley, as she would say, Shirley Allen Louise Guyton. <laughs> she would give you all four of her governments. Uh oh. And uh, you know, and she tore my behind up. And I'll just say, for me, it made me a better person. It made me a better man. It was borderline abuse, but, <laughs> but, 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 you know what I mean? I learned from it and, you know, <laughs> it made me a better man. So, I mean, and that's the Bible, you know, if, if, if Solomon, correct Solomon, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Solomon said it. So I, I think, you know, he was the wisest man in the world, you know? So I, I, I it's, it bear, it bears fruit for me. It bears fruit for me. For me, I mean, I wasn't a bad kid. I'm I'm the youngest, so I, I saw what the others was doing. You were spoiled. Oh. I, yo, no, 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 no. You was, was not spoiled. I was not spoiled. Anyway, anyway, like I was saying, I, 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 you, you know, we think we spoiled. And mom had mom was able to do more for me than the other ones. Okay, so let's just leave that alone. Right. Anyway, I, I've gotten spankings before, and I, I can remember them, and I remember them very vividly. I do too. Um, and you know, and I know each mistake that I made when I, I still to this day can tell you what I did to get that spanking. And I can tell you to this day that I've never done it again. Exactly. And so, but it has helped me yeah. to be a better man. And it has given me, you know, a lot of understanding when it comes to parenting. I remember one time my daughter who, who just turned 18 going off to college. Yes, sir. And you know, you know, shout out to my wife as well. Yes. You know, I, it was one time where she she did something, and so my 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 instinct was, what would my mom do? Spank her. And so it just did not feel right. I'll be honest with you, it didn't feel right. And to be honest with you, I don't think it actually worked. It didn't help the situation. And I think that's part of understanding your child. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what works. I get what the Bible says. Right. You know, if you spare the rod, you'll spoil the child. But what is the rod? You know, the the rod. Hey, I'm about to go Bible on y'all. I'm about to go Bible geek on you. But the rod in in this instance is not just is not talking about a physical rod. It's talking about a measure. A rod is a measure. It's, it's, it's a tool that's used to measure. So what are we measuring them against? And we have to measure them up to the Word of God to the standard of a godly life. And that's what, when we, when we spare them from God, when we spare them from living a godly life, when we take them out of the church, when we take them away from the things of God, let them do whatever they want to do, you know, give them opinions about whatever they want and however they want to be, and then live their life however, we step away from the things of God. 
And that's what you said. You know, grandma, all four names, <laughs> took you to church. You know, did. something might have been borderline abuse in between, but man, you went to service. You know, I deserve oh, some of those though. <laughs> <laughs> some of those beatings I, I got, I, I deserve. But yeah, I, for sure. Yeah, so like I said, it was fruitful for me. CK said it was fruitful for him. But you know, as you, as you, you know, when you and your wife conceive and have, you know, you got to figure out what's best for you. You got to seek the Holy Spirit for you and what's the best method. That's going to work for you now. The like, like we said, the Bible's a, that's the hard line right there. We live by this, but, but yeah, you know I mean, you got to seek. You know, you got to fight, figure out what's best for you and that that little human that you guys make. <laughs> True. Um, True. I think it's definitely. You know, I, that was because <laughs> I, I grew up in a Christian, uh, a Christian household. I would just put it in caps because we. It's, you know, yeah, we, we, got we got you. We got you. We got you. We got you. But you know, you know, she would use verses sometimes to like defend what she's doing. Yes. So like if you, so and I'm not. I love you, mom. But I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I would say that sometimes, like we use scripture sometimes to out of context. Yeah, yeah. out of context. Mm -hmm. And like you said, I didn't even know that. So that's an example right there. With spirit arrived, like that's actual measurement. Like that's something I didn't know. But like cleanliness is next to godliness. I used to think that was a part of the That's Bible. not even in the word. That's not even in the word. I'd go on that one. <laughs> just, you know, hearing from you guys and, and understanding like, okay, there's a, there's a time where you have to seek wisdom and, and guidance from the Lord mm -hmm. on how you discipline your children. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, because you can't just go to, okay, well, this is what my mom did to me. This is what you're going to get. You know what I mean? So... I definitely uh, agree with that. And then another thing I thought about is when we look at how God is our father, right? God is our parent, our our uh, guidance. Um, he's he's he actually disciplines us as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sure enough. And then yeah. he also lets us make our own mistakes. Sure enough. Sure enough. So he's like the ultimate father figure. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm preaching right now. Go ahead, bro. But just Come on. to see that's get the organ <laughs> I could, you know, use the example that, that God gives us and how he deals with us. Because a lot of times where I need to be disciplined, the Lord disciplines me. And then when I make my own mistakes, okay, I fall into, like you said, with your, with your child. Like, you have different options. And if you take that other option and whatever consequence happens with that, that was on you. And the same way with God, you know, sometimes we just, he allows us to do things and it's like, Based on our who we, what we know, or we're supposed to know, what we've been taught by the Lord, He allows us to make that decision, and now we either see the consequences or the benefits of it. Right. So, um, yeah, so it's just interesting to, to hear uh, from you guys and your perspective on that because I just wanted to see, you know, what's that like? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll put a cap on a cap on it by saying this: like, look. You know, and this is not a cheap plug, but, you know, your relationship with your kids, they, it matters. The relationship that you have, you know what I mean, how you come up. Two episodes in a row now. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But it does. Since, and, and I'm saying it and I'm being very sincere because, you know, each, each child has you have a different relationship with. So where each relationship comes, those boundaries, those rules, well, not rules, but those boundaries and those, those hard line topics and different things. So, you know what I mean? 
I, and I think that's where you know I'm, I'm starting to develop better relationships with my kids because now I'm starting to understand them. You know what I mean? Even in their adulthood, I'm starting to understand. All right, and this, that matters. This one, yeah. <laughs> you right. You right. <laughs> you right. You right. I'm starting to understand each one. You know, for who they are, and um, you know, I find myself, you know, having to go back because the Lord is dealing with me about going back to apologize about certain things that may have happened. You know what I mean? As in their come ups and where I where I messed up and where I have maybe they had may, may have felt abandoned or maybe they felt rejected by things that I did it because. I didn't know me, mm-hmm. but that's another that's another show. That's another show. We're not gonna get into this right now. But you know what I mean. So you know, to those out here who are who are maybe parent, have been parenting for a long time, and maybe are brand new parents or aspiring to be parents. You know what I mean. Always seek God's wisdom. Seek His wisdom. I'm telling you, He has a wealth of it, and He won't hold it back because the Bible says, if you seek Him for wisdom, He He'll give it to you liberally. He'll freely give it to you. He'll give you the wisdom that you need. All you got to do is go ask him for it. You know what I mean? He won't hold it back. So don't be afraid to seek godly counsel. Seek him. Seek godly counsel. And, um, you know, always make sure that, you know, you are doing the best that you know how, according to the standard of the Bible, for your kids. All right? Yes. So um, that's the show. That's the show. That's the show. That's the show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, th- I think all of our uh, all our notes are. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I can't make up no that's more it. notes. I can't make up no more stuff. So the show um, has been brought to you by Relationship Matters Ministry. Here we go. All right. Here we go. All right. Living forward. Like okay. Link for your website. Your website. I'm gonna put that under torture drink too. Yo, yo. You right, y'all right. Make sure you put living forward in there too. (laughs) Don't just do that. Yes, please. Yes. Uh, Thank you very much. (laughs) Living promoting. Yeah, we gonna cross promote, man. We gonna cross promote. Um, But don't forget to uh, follow us on Facebook. Follow. uh, Instagram. Instagram. Like us. Like us. Like us. Platforms. Like us. Love us. Subscribe. Subscribe. (laughs) Subscribe. Um, Yeah. And. Patreon also. We also have a Patreon. Yes. Indeed. Continue to help us to build this. And it's been two episodes so far, but it's been nice. It's been a blessing. Yes, definitely. Yes. To have CK here. In the flesh. In the flesh. Yeah. In the flesh. This is fun. Don't forget, man, we also on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Anchor as well. Also, commun- communicate with us via live chats. Via our email, man. Email us. Let us know what you like, what you're hearing. I mean, give us the good and the bad. We want all the smoke. I'm going to just say that. Because we, <laughs> all three of us are cannons in our different ways. We are all cannons. You expect, like, look, me and Rod are nicer of the two. This is the real cannon right here. I'm nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is the real cannon. As you can see from those shows from last season up right. until even now, we know who the real cannon of the group is, and he bounces out perfectly. He bounces out us out perfectly. So, yo, we love y'all. We thank y'all, man. This is Culture Gang Season 2, Episode 2. Man, we in the building, and we here to stay whether y'all like us or not. Gang, gang in the building, gang, right? Gang, gang. Gang, All right, so, yo. Culture Gang. Culture Gang in the building. We are out. We will see y'all in the next episode.